Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hey, welcome to the Viewmasters, episode 289. Eternals. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, Eric. This is gonna be a fun one. <laughs> you, you sound skeptical of your own statements. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't sure where I was going with that. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. How are you? Oh, not bad. That's good. Uh, considering you just watched The Eternals. <laughs> I, you know what? For the second time. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah, not really. Okay. <laughs> uh, I watched it yesterday, also for the second time, so. Okay. Uh, this is our first Marvel movie. Yeah, I guess it is. Uh, yeah, not our not our first superhero movie, but our first Marvel movie. Yeah, and then maybe our first Marvel thing ever. Maybe Weird. actually, yeah. Because for for the for for a newer listener, I don't know who the fuck you are, but uh, <laughs> we, we started out uh, as a Justice League podcast uh, called League Night. Uh, and then we, we just did, uh, other TV shows and we, we eventually hit again on, uh, Batman Brave and the Bold. Uh, and then we've covered, a hey, like, eh, three or four DC movies at this point now. Yeah, yeah, a couple of, a couple of Wonder Woman movies and the Suicide Squad that I can think of. Oh, Steel. <laughs> oh, right, of course. <laughs> the best one. How could I forget that one? I mean... <laughs> I'm ashamed. Uh, compared to some of the others, it was definitely the best. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we we are DC boys, but uh, but uh, we we've not touched on any Marvel stuff, uh, which is uh, a little weird, I guess. A little bit, just you know, given how sort of ubiquitous marvel stuff is now exactly in, in yeah. the culture uh it's not like we've been avoiding it of course you know we started uh just as the pandemic started as well so uh, right uh, you know we we there, there was no marvel stuff for quite a while yeah uh, and then uh the unfortunate thing with marvel movies is that uh you know if you don't go see them uh opening weekend uh, you're kind of fucked <laughs> Right. <laughs> At least spoiler-wise. Right, exactly. They, they still show the movies after opening weekend. Oh, it's yeah. just, why bother? Because you already know everything that's going to happen. Exactly. And, and uh, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's a pain in the ass. Because, you know, it's either avoid the internet altogether or, you know, rush out, you know, as soon as possible. Right. And, uh, or, I mean, in, in, in the case of this movie... Um, be on the internet uh, maybe a week or two before it even comes out and, and get stuff spoiled for you by critics. Really? Yeah, there was a... The, the mid credit scene was completely spoiled by 
by a critic from some big outlet, like after after the premiere of the movie. Huh. Uh, this, I guess somehow I missed that. Uh, I, I actually kind of missed everything about the Eternals, and this was before I abandoned social media. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not sure how that worked out. Because uh, I know it was tough to avoid Spider-Man and Black Widow stuff. Right. Uh, and and that, I don't know. I guess I just felt like nobody was talking about this or Shang-Chi. So I just never heard anything about it until I actually watched them. Yeah, I, I with the with the uh, I mean, the, the movie's out now. It's on Disney Plus, so we can just talk about it openly. I think that's fine. Oh, we're going to spoil the fuck out of this. <laughs> OK, good. Uh, the the Harry Styles as as Star Fox thing. Yeah, uh, was like I, I mostly saw the reaction to that spoiler and then got spoiled by people being mad about having it spoiled. Right. So that's fun. That's, I mean, I think usually how it goes. Right. <laughs> uh, so I saw this uh, in the theater, actually. It was my my personal return to theaters. Nice. Uh, after the pandemic, which is a joke because it's still going. Right. <laughs> oh, I laugh because otherwise I would kill everyone. <laughs> Uh, and I think I talked about it briefly the, the week after I saw it. Uh, you know, it was it was uh, uh, not a fun theater experience, right? Uh, because Movie, movies are back. Movies are back, exactly. Um, and my so so we'll just talk about the 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 the, the mid credit scene here for a second. Sure. Uh, when it happened, like, you know, I heard Pat Oswald's voice. <laughs> uh, right. You know, and, and got a little bit excited about that because uh, I enjoy a Pat Oswald. Sure. Uh, I had no idea why he looked like Seth Green and was uh, terrifying looking, but, you know. <laughs> uh and then, you know, uh, Star Fox shows up, and I'm like, hey, I know who that guy is supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my my girlfriend was also very excited, uh, but for entirely different reasons. Sure. Because <laughs> she doesn't know who the hell fucking Star Fox is. <laughs> I mean, had he not been introduced specifically as, you know, whatever, Eros of Titan, brother right. of Thanos. Yeah. Like, no one would have known who that is. Also very true. Uh, but, you know, me, I'm a, I'm a nerd. I, I know Star Fox. Right. Uh, and uh, so I had to ask, why, why did you get so excited? <laughs> I, I I would not have been able to pick him out of a lineup, probably. <laughs> I have no idea who the fuck he is. I, I've heard I've heard his name. I think he's in a band. Is it One Direction? Maybe I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's not a Jonas brother because his last name is not Jonas. <laughs> it's usually a dead giveaway, <laughs> unless it's like a like. Like a Mumford and Sons thing where they're not actually related. 
<laughs> like, I don't know that any of them are named Mumford. Maybe one of them is. I don't know. But they're probably all sons, right? Probably. I mean, they're they're all somebody's sons. <laughs> uh, it's actually just a landscaping business. <laughs> and they play music on the sides. <laughs> That's why they're not good. Because they're primarily landscapers. Oh, you've cracked the riddle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and, and I honestly thought you actually were a fan of theirs. No, I, I, uh, I, I, I had a maybe two week Mumford and Sons period where I enjoyed them, <laughs> but that was before I realized that, uh, like, their their whole shtick is banjo. Ah, yeah. And it's just the same banjo part on every song. Okay. Like they learned to play one thing on the banjo. I, if you played for me their entire discography right now, I could not tell you that it was exactly them. If you said, this is Mumford and Sons, while you were playing it, I would still say, I don't, I've never heard this. (laughs) There are, there are uh, other bands, uh, I've been thinking specifically of the Avett Brothers, who actually are brothers. Uh, who do what the Mumford and Sons people do a uh, hundred times better. So I, I will listen to them. <laughs> Mumford and Sons tricked me for a minute. Yeah, well, I'm glad you escaped. I, I, I got I got through the, the mad weary. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so I, yeah, I, I had no idea who the fuck Harry Styles is. I, I still don't. Uh, <laughs> she sort of explained it to me. I was like, okay, uh, all I know is that that's Star Fox and he's raping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> I know he has like pheromones yep. that he uses. Yeah, that's, that's awkward. <laughs> yeah. Like, like she told me that I was like, oh, well, he's the most rapiest character in the Marvel Comics universe. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the Pepe Le Pew of the Marvel universe. He really is. Except he smells good. Yeah. I was like, honestly, I was more excited about Pip. It's too bad that they didn't finish him. Right. (laughs) Uh, He'll he'll be back, probably. probably. You know, I was kind of hoping that, you know, on this second rewatch, now that it's on Disney+, Plus, that maybe, you know, they went back and tweaked, but no. No, not so much. (laughs) I did, I appreciated how, uh, how... Uh, comic accurate Star Fox's outfit was. Yeah, I mean, definitely more than any of the Eternals in the movie. Yeah, like like when I when I read that that uh, Star Fox is in the movie and that it was Harry Styles, like I I imagine him as just like maybe he's just like wearing a suit or something, right? Not a, not an actual comic book costume. So that was kind of neat. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, I mean, it could have used a you know nice golden fox on his chest, uh, but well, sure. You know, I guess I can't be too too picky. He'll he'll get that in the next movie. Hopefully, he hasn't he hasn't earned that yet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I was excited by Pip. Uh, you know, he did, but then as I was watching it this time, I was really thrown off by the fact that he's got Seth Green's face. <laughs> <laughs> it is very strange. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, Eternals, uh, so, like I said, this is my second time, you said it's your second time, when was your first time? 
Uh, my first time was uh, not this past weekend, but the previous weekend. Okay. Because uh, uh, a little little behind the scenes for the listener, we uh, we delayed uh, our recording of this episode uh, for a week yeah. uh, due to illness. Yes. Um, so yeah, so I so I mostly just watched it again today for a refresher. Gotcha. Uh, and I will I will be completely honest with you. Uh, I slept for about an hour of it today. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh... So I'll be completely honest with you. Uh, I slept the, about an hour of it uh, the first time. <laughs> oh, wow. So excited to be back in a theater. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I was watching it this second time, I was like, there are whole swaths of this movie that I did not remember ever existing. <laughs> <laughs> multiple flashbacks you had never seen before yes <laughs> <laughs> i mean seriously just entire scenes i was like wait i don't remember this at all <laughs> uh, they got married what <laughs> <laughs> oh so joe yes i did not care for this movie uh, it, it was fine. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. Uh, I will say, second viewing, uh, I did like it better the first time than the first time. Okay. Uh, maybe because... I... <laughs> you saw more of it yeah, this time. Yeah. Uh, there, there was uh, one scene that I did doze through uh, this second time around, though. So, you know, it, it's sure. still uh, a really long and boring movie. Yes. Uh, uh, but but this time the only scene that I fell asleep in was uh, when uh, the flashback to uh, Icarus and Ajax in South Dakota. Oh, like the the most crucial flashback. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I had stayed awake for it the first time, so you know I knew what I was missing. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Well, that's good. It all worked out, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I it it is. It's way too long. Yes. And and I feel like there are like the flashbacks, I don't know if they're really needed. Uh or at least to the extent that they are relied on, I don't know that they're needed. They really aren't. Uh but also at the same time I kept thinking that uh, I liked these a lot better than like the main story. Yeah. <laughs> uh like like it Gave the movie a little bit uh, of a Highlander vibe. Sure, yeah. I mean, the the thing about taking out the flashbacks is you really lose the the experience, the eternal experience of the Eternals, right? Like seeing them throughout history and not aging. Yeah. Uh, the the main issue I think I had with it is that uh, even back when they are, you know, in like. Uh, 500 AD or whatever, they're still saying that they've been around for 7,000 years. Yeah. Uh, which is like, your math is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they're aliens. <laughs> Numbers are different. Uh, I, I do, I feel like the movie gets off to a bad start. 
with the the exposition dump via text cards. Never a good start. No, not not so much. No, yeah. Many a many a how did this get made movie starts with exposition dumps via text cards. So you know you're you're not in a good spot at that point. <laughs> Especially since I feel like that's all information that we pretty much get later in the movie at some point. Yeah, uh, I mean, there are several exposition dumps throughout the two-hour and 40-minute runtime. Right. Uh, like, like I almost feel like every time they go and uh, talk to a new Eternal, like, we sort of get, like, a new summary of mm-hmm. everything that's happened up to that point that we've already seen. Yeah. Uh, it's just... Uh, Ah, this movie's kind of a slog. Yeah, do you do you think that that uh you know, I, I didn't I didn't see who wrote it. I know Chloe Zhao yeah. uh directed it. Academy Award winning director of Nomad Land. Uh, a movie I have not um, seen, but I, I really liked Nomad Land. Yeah. It was very good. Uh it is also it is also kind of meandering, okay. but I think that works for it because it's called Nomad Land. Well, yeah, so. I expect that. <laughs> <laughs> but like I wonder if if she was like, all right, I made, I made this, I typically make these sort of art movies. Now I'm making a big blockbuster general consumption movie. So I really need to dumb it down. It's so let's, let's really just make sure that everything is explained clearly uh, multiple uh, times. So the movie, uh, the screen, she, uh, did some rewrites, uh, with, I guess her writing partner, Okay. Uh, but but uh, the the story was written by by two other people. Um, I have a feeling that they somebody thought that this movie was too smart. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, it is not. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> it is pretty fucking simple. <laughs> but somebody said. People are going to get like, lost and confused. Dumb it down. <laughs> Which, I mean, to be fair, people are stupid. Fair. So, it's it's <laughs> always a possibility. Yeah, you're, you're right, but, but you know, uh, you should also just trust the audience, too. Uh, to a certain degree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, four or five expedition exposition dumps, you know, probably could have been taken out. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, and uh, I don't know. So, like, my, my, my first reaction after walking out of this movie, uh, you know, after learning who Harry Styles is. Sure. Uh, and then having to explain who Black Knight is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, was my, my, my first thought on it was that, oh, Marvel finally made their DC movie. They they really did. That was sort of the feeling that I got too, <laughs> and and not just because uh, several of the characters are basically Wonder Woman and Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's almost like Justice League in that all of like it's introducing all of these characters. None of whom are particularly well developed, other than maybe like Circe and and Icarus, and and yeah, it's just it's just dull. <laughs> it, it is. It is. 
I think I think the cinematography in the movie is really really excellent. Yeah, but it is also a colorless, paletteless, dreary affair. <laughs> uh, and once again, in in just cinema in general, we get another evil asshole Superman. Right. And, like, when that happened, I just kind of just theoretically threw my hands up in the air and just said, fuck it all. (laughs) Uh, And, of course, then I did read that uh, Chloe Zhao was uh, influenced by Zack Snyder's take on Superman and Man of Steel. Okay. Towards the character of Icarus. Interesting. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Um, yeah, it it is, uh, there are light moments and, and there, there is, you know, some humor, but for the most part, it is a very self-serious, uh, dreary affair. <laughs> and, and I just, like, I know that there is definitely a segment of the population that is like, you know, Marvel needs to change up their shit sometimes. Sure. Uh, but also it can be good. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm all for, I'm all for variety of genre and tone. Uh, as long as it's well done. Exactly. Uh, and like, while also watching this, like I kept going back initially and thinking about guardians of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, okay. So, so uh, what's, so, so my experience as a comic book fan with Eternals is that, you know, I've read, you know, the initial Jack Kirby comics. Okay. Uh, and I read like one of the, you know, like mid two thousands reboots that Marvel has done or attempted. Yeah. Uh, and and I think I read the... I, I did read the Neil Gaiman, John Romita Jr. Uh, series that they did. Okay. Uh, and I've never really liked any of them. <laughs> yeah, it's never really grabbed me. Yeah. Admittedly, all, all that I have read uh, until recently is the, the Neil Gaiman, John Romita Jr. series. Mm-hmm. Um, I, after watching the movie, I started reading the Kirby stuff just to see how similar it was. And I, I, I actually am really enjoying reading those. I mean, they, they are enjoyable for, you know, just the pure Kirby of them. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's, I don't feel like it's his strongest stuff either. Uh, but it is also, I I feel like from what I remember, total whiplash (laughs) compared to the movie. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, not that it's, you know, a wacky comedy or anything like that, but but it is just bombastic and crazy uh, and bright and colorful. And, and this is gray. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I feel like also just like having, having semi-recently read the first couple issues of it, mm. I feel like it just starts and it goes. Right. And it goes and it goes and it goes and it goes. Yeah. And and this movie, uh, very much not that. It, it renders. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Uh, and, and so that all said, you know, like, like, I think I could only name before this movie, like, 
four eternal characters. <laughs> and that's more than I could have probably. Right? And so like, these are not characters that I, I particularly am enamored with or remember <laughs> or, or, you know, in general, just I'm not familiar with them. And so like, I can't point to, you know, well, I didn't like this because it's not the same as the comic, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I don't really care about the comics. Uh, but I can say the exact same thing about Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, those are all characters that I had almost no familiarity with whatsoever. But by the end of that first movie, like, you have grown to love and care about all of them. Yeah. Uh, like, these weird-ass characters and yet here with Eternals like by the end of this movie like I still didn't give a crap (laughs) (laughs) are there is the problem that there are too many Eternals there are more than there should be for sure (laughs) I feel like there were several points in the movie where like I would just try and sort of keep stock of okay, this is this character's name and what they can do. Right. Like, I, I feel like this, the Eternals need a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles style song <laughs> that tells you all of their names and all of their shticks. <laughs> and, I, and I feel like just adding that over the credits would have really helped. <laughs> Maybe instead of, you know, the text dump about, you know, what their story is, they should have just had, like, you know, character cards. Yes. <laughs> that would work, too. <laughs> oh, man. Uh-huh. And then, you know, like, for half of the movie, some of them just, like, are are not in the movie, are not characters at all. Yeah, I completely forgot about Donatello, or whatever his name is, the guy that does machines. <laughs> like, completely forgot about him. <laughs> it's funny you mention that, because, uh, like, at the beginning of the movie, like, uh, like the first scene where they show up and they save uh, the, the Neanderthal humans, or whatever the fuck they are, yeah. from the uh, generic CG monsters... Yes. Uh, which is another big issue with this movie. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I was surprised upon starting to read the Kirby comics that the deviants have names and are discernible from each other. Yep. And here they are wiggly dog monsters. <laughs> Some of them are wings. They're basically Michael Bay Transformers. Yeah, but they are. Organic. Yeah. Uh... So, yeah, so, like, there's the hero shot where, like, all 13 characters. <laughs> uh, stand in front of, you know, the, the, uh, the, in all humans. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I paused it and, and I just wanted to, like, in for myself entirely, just, like, go through and count them and figure out what their names were. <laughs> and it was the machine guy. totally blanked he is the only one (laughs) i can't remember his name there are there are many of them that i can't remember their names uh machine guy his name is fastos okay sure (laughs) okay uh i'm gonna try and name them all now okay all right so we got fastos 
Who is the machine guy. He does machines, yes. He's my favorite one, clearly. <laughs> uh, Icarus is Superman. Yep. Uh, Thena, not Athena, right. is Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, you got Circe, who is uh, uh, Kree. Um, what? No, because uh, 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 Gemma Chan was one of the Kree warriors in, in Captain Marvel oh, as well. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, King Kingu Kingo Kingo is that that's uh, that's Camille Nanjiani. Yes. Uh, Druig mm-hmm. is the the weird talking guy. I found his voice very very strange. He's got a weird accent, or just like the way that like he sounds like he's drunk all the time. Yeah, uh, Irish. Yeah, all right, fine. I'm terrible. <laughs> uh, I just remembered Sprite. Yep. <laughs> That's one. Well, she's tasty and refreshing. Right. <laughs> Love that Lyman. <laughs> um, there's the fast one. Yeah. Uh, Makari? Yes. Okay. <laughs> No idea how I knew that. <laughs> Literally. Maybe I saw an action figure. It's possible. Uh, so let's see. That's what? That's eight? Uh, there's... Oh, th- there's uh, one that I had completely forgotten about until uh, they were talking about him in the final battle after I woke up is Gilgamesh. Yes. Who is Thena's... Uh, husband, I guess. Not really. Just friends. Caretaker. Caretaker. Okay. Yeah. I don't know his deal though. I don't know what his thing is. He's just super strong. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He does the punch. Yep. Yep. He does the, the punch? The energy punch. <laughs> he does the punch. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> um. Is that all of them? There's one more. Oh shit! Oh fuck! <laughs> Did I miss Circe? Nope. No, I said Circe already. Yep. Fuck! There's one more. I I have no idea. Ajax, Honestly. the leader. Oh fuck, Ajax. Salma Hayek. <laughs> right. Yeah. She heals. I guess. Okay. I, I think that's her deal. Okay. Yeah, forgot all about her. Yep. Uh, and then there's there's Dane Whitman. <laughs> uh, yep. And of course, uh, Kingo's valet. Of course, yeah. who is great? He, he really is. He might have been the best part of the movie. <laughs> he, he really was. Uh, so there's like three, four characters in this movie that I actually like liked. Okay. Uh, it was you know the valet. Uh, I liked Kingo. I liked Kingo too. I thought he would be. I thought he would be more comic relief than he was. Right. Um, but he's still really good. Yes. Uh, you know. Um, and maybe that was it. Actually, <laughs> just those two. <laughs> what about what about Crow? Uh, the head deviant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I love weird CGI monsters in the dark. You love deviants. <laughs> sure. 
You relate to that. I do. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I guess I guess that is it. Uh, yeah. Like I, I kind of like Druig a little bit, and uh, I did like Gilgamesh a lot. Uh, I, 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 I completely forgot about him. <laughs> I, I thought he had uh, a nice personality, so of course he was the one that dies. Of course. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then they all go out and do stuff. Uh, and then occasionally fight random deviants. And they come up with a dumb plan. <laughs> The Unimines. Yeah. Uh, well, so they, they discover that they've been tricked. Yeah. Uh, everything they know is a lie, which is never a good plot twist for anything. Uh, no. Especially when you don't know about or give a shit about any of the characters. <laughs> yeah, if they, if they had been a little better developed... Then it might have hit harder. Right. I do think it's an interesting twist. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of lands with a thud. It really does. Uh, so yeah, it turns out they're just uh, robots, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so so there are beings called the Celestials who uh, essentially create planets. Uh, right. and, uh, inside each of those planets is, uh, is a little baby celestial that's, uh, it's growing. Yeah. I did not realize this was a hollow earth movie. <laughs> that, that the Marvel universe, uh, is a hollow earth universe. <laughs> well, it is now that Neil Adams has taken over. Right. I mean, I guess it explains like the mole man and stuff. Maybe they're setting up the fantastic four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the, savage land. Right, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they've, they've got some Hollow Earth stuff in the, in the Marvel Universe. Okay, yeah. all right. Carry on. Yeah, it's, again, uh, Neil Adams. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Get it together, Eric. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh... Yeah, so so there's a uh, little baby celestial that's forming inside the Earth, and it's about to come out. And in the process, it will destroy the Earth. Uh, but also in the process, we'll form another planet somewhere else. Right. Uh, which which is, I guess, uh, life. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's that's the, that is the circle of life. Yeah. Ultimately. Uh, so their plan is they're gonna try to put him to sleep using Druig's mind control ability. Right. Uh, and uh, for reasons that he never really comes out and says, uh, he just uh, can't do it. <laughs> and well, I think so. They they need they need all of the Celestials to form the Unimind, right? Or not the Celestials, all of the Eternals, and and not all of the Eternals are on board with the plan, right? Like that's probably the part where I was most interested is like the the philosophical debate about whether they should try and stop this or not. Like I actually really did enjoy that part of it. Really? Yeah. All right. I know it's it's weird. <laughs> uh yeah, so so cuz I, I can see both sides of it. Yeah. Uh so yeah, so basically uh 
Ajak knew from the beginning that uh, the, the little baby Celestial was farming. Uh, and uh, basically five days before it's supposed to hatch, uh, she changes her mind and uh, doesn't want it to happen. Yeah, or, or just decides to tell Icarus, who has also known for hundreds of years. Well, yeah, he... Well, yeah, he's known. Uh, yeah. But, but she tells him that she's going to try to stop it. Right. And uh, he is just uh, fully on board with uh, the original plan and, and will yeah. not waver. Uh, so he is just uh, Superman out to destroy the Earth again. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, Sprite, who is, uh, in love with Icarus, I guess we're told, because uh, yes. we're never really shown, uh, like any kind of emotional connection between them at all. Right. Uh, I don't think she even really interacts with Icarus. Not, yeah, not that we really see, because she lives with. Seriously. She lives with Circe. Yeah. So, like, yeah. That's that's her connection to Icarus. Right. Is <laughs> like and I feel like she's or they all they all sort of look at her as the kid's sister. Right. So like it's weird. It's like she just has a crush on on her older sister's boyfriends. <laughs> it's basically an episode of Full House. I'll take your word for it. I'm I'm sure they did that several times. Uh, I can't remember specifically. Probably. Uh, so yeah, so so she joins Icarus, uh, you know, in in basically allowing the world to die, and uh, uh, Kingo then uh, out of fucking nowhere, <laughs> <laughs> just was like. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna let this happen too, and then just fucking disappears. Right. <laughs> he goes. He goes off with his valet. Sure, but like, what? <laughs> so okay. So what are what is Kingo's thing aside from just shooting little laser bolts out of his fingers? That's it, right? Uh, I mean his powers. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So so like he's useless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like no offense, Kamel. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, he does a lot with the character, and like I said, he was like one of the four characters in this movie that I enjoyed. Right. Uh, but then, like at that turn, I'm just like, this makes no sense. Yeah. Like, like his character has up to this point always been, you know, the uh, he's the happy-go-lucky one. He he's the one that tries to bring everybody together with with you know love. Uh, you know, he's all about, you know, fame and, and just entertainment. Uh, and then he's just like, well, Icarus wants the world to die, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's, yeah, it's like his, his sort of intense loyalty to Icarus uh, is not very well seated no. earlier in the movie. And, and, um, so it does feel like a turn that comes out of nowhere. And he keeps calling him when, boss, but, you know, yeah. like, Icarus has never been in charge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that was weird, and and felt like, well, well, Circe's the boss now, because right. she's got the, she's got the thing. She's got the throat so ball. So why is, right, she's got the throat ball. <laughs> so why is, why is he calling, uh, other than maybe he just can't take orders from a woman? <laughs> 
Like, that's honestly what it felt like. <laughs> it's like, you can tell me, that's fine. But I'm going to wait and hear what the man has to say before I decide. Well, I mean, he, he has assimilated into Indian uh, uh, <laughs> culture, so, you know, it's a right, very patriarchal true. society. That's true. All right, you got me there. <laughs> Oof. Oh, uh, but but like like think, thinking about it now, it doesn't make sense that he sort of just leaves. Yeah, because he you know he he doesn't want to fight his family. So I get that. Yeah, I get that. But too. also, he's kind of useless. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, boy, this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Can we? So there there was a thing that really bothered me. Okay. That I that I know you said that that you really wanted to talk to me about this, and I wondered if maybe this was the thing that you wanted to talk to me about. There are references to Batman and Superman in this movie. Uh, those are not things that uh, I was mentioning, but uh, I've I pretty much covered everything I wanted to talk to you about this movie. Gotcha. It really bothered me. But yes, uh, it. Uh... <laughs> Uh, like, super- no. The Superman one got me. Yeah. Because he clearly is just Superman. <laughs> right. And, like, you could almost make the argument that, like, like if he had said, like, huh, actually, I inspired Superman. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> like that, you could almost see that happening. Right. Uh, but, like, yeah, it was just the, the idea that DC Comics characters <laughs> exist as comic book fictional characters in the Marvel universe. Right. Like that just bugged me. <laughs> uh, Star Wars also exists in the uh, Marvel universe as well. Right. Uh, that I'm okay with. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah, that that is that I'm completely fine with. Uh No, uh I I get your point. Uh it's weird. <laughs> uh uh, I, I thought the the uh, Batman reference was was funny and could leave it alone, but the the Superman one was I think too much for me. Yeah, uh, and probably just because it is so on the nose. Yeah, uh, I mean it's gonna it's gonna be real weird when they inevitably introduce the Squadron Supreme, right? <laughs> and and like people on the street are just like, are they just the Justice League, right? Oh, people are just going to say that they ripped off the Justice League. That's well, exactly, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> that's what happens <laughs> every single time, right? <laughs> like I'm, I'm prepared already for the Moon Knight uh, debate, uh, whether yeah. he is just a Batman ripoff, right? I mean, that debate's been happening since the late 70s, right? <laughs> when the character was introduced. Exactly, and now we're getting a whole new audience. Yay! <laughs> uh, comics are great. <laughs> uh, what do you think of that? Did the, the trailer for that, did you watch that? I did not. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I'll see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I... I I think I mentioned last week or the previous that, that I've been in a weird place and I just haven't watched a lot of stuff. Okay. Uh, but I did finally watch uh, the last three episodes of Hawkeye uh, this past week, so... Nice. Yeah, I'm catching up. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. That's good. Uh, 
but uh, those uh, uh, so we we talked briefly. I think uh, when we <laughs> actually did the steel episode, uh, just sort of the you know the the ubiquitous of the Marvel universe, and, and just you know how interconnected everything is and has to be mm-hmm. and and i think we even openly like wondered you know you know what the fuck is eternals gonna be like right <laughs> and, yeah i think you're right we did yeah, and, and here we are and you know i feel like certain aspects of this would have worked better had they just not bothered to mention any of the other Marvel stuff. Sure. Uh, like, like, it just felt tacked on. <laughs> I can absolutely see that. Yeah. There, there, there's there's a, a feeling that I got of this sort of being generic. Yeah. But with <clears throat> Marvel stuff sprinkled in. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it almost feels like uh w- when the netflix shows started you know they would reference stuff that had happened in the marvel movies but never by name right <laughs> you know they're like if they wanted to refer to like they they called it like the happening or something like that the, the yeah. invasion of new york and like you know with the green guy <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the hammer yeah um and I don't know, like, like. So, so I said I, I watched the last couple episodes of Hawkeye. Finally, uh, watching that, and then watching uh, this, you know, again yesterday. Uh, like some of the references, like even uh, Dane Whitman, like you know, when he's trying to figure out like what Cersei's deal is at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, and calls her a wizard and he's like you know like dr strange and yeah. like i'm starting like i don't know why it's suddenly bothering me but it's like so <laughs> does just like every normal person in the world in the marvel universe just know everything that's happened <laughs> yeah i can see that like the, <laughs> like there what is the level of or, or, like, all of the superheroes have the same level of notoriety. Right. Like, you, I, I, I don't think of Doctor Strange as a, as a guy who's, like, front and center, like, Iron Man or Captain America. Right. So, so it is kind of weird to, to hear people just casually refer to him. Sure. And, and, like, in the Hawkeye show, like, there's a point where he drinks coffee out of a mug, and the mug says Thanos was right. And right. I'm like, Do people know what? who the fuck Thanos is yeah I mean the the thing we didn't see was the press conference that the that Captain America held <laughs> to tell everybody what had happened <laughs> oh it's just yeah like like it just it's it's nerdy shit it's nitpicky <laughs> but it bothers me yeah no I totally get that and, and yeah I do absolutely feel like this movie i mean it still has huge fucking flaws uh but but i feel like it would have worked slightly better without if it was more removed 
uh, you know, because because even the Kirby comics are, are were never supposed to take place like within the Marvel universe proper. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. He 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 did not want it to be. He he wanted to be its own entity. I did not know that. He, he, same with New Gods and, and all that stuff too. Uh, like he just wanted his own little corner to do his crazy god theory stuff. <laughs> uh, going back to Guardians of the Galaxy real quick. Another thing that bothers me about this fucking movie is the design of the Celestials. <laughs> yeah. We saw Celestials already. We know what they look like. <laughs> they don't look like <laughs> shitty rock people. <laughs> Uh, I will say the the probably the coolest visual of the movie is the half born celestial just sticking out of the ocean. I really like that visual. I do too. Uh, you know, and it'll be fun to see that pop up in future Marvel things. Yeah, it's it's like it'll be like in the tick when Chairface tried to write his name on the moon. <laughs> exactly. And so going forward, the moon always just said Chaw. Yep. And then later on, Galactus tried to eat the moon and. Took a right, and just it. had a bite out of it. <laughs> oh, let's just talk about the tick. <laughs> <laughs> That's our next podcast. <laughs> uh, the tick spooncast. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I the other only other thing I wanted to say is uh, ending on a on a cliffhanger. <laughs> takes balls. Yes, it does. Ending on ending the Eternals movie on a cliffhanger. <laughs> the size of the balls on this movie. Absolutely. Like, like even yeah, even Iron Man, you know, reined it in a little bit. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, that that is that was definitely ballsy. Uh and, and oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so the movie ends, uh, Arishem, the, the celestial, uh, returns, uh, and he kidnaps the remaining Eternals, uh, and, uh, just says some mumbo jumbo about judging humanity and then disappears with them. Right. Uh, and so yeah, so basically after they f- stop the Eternal, for, or the Celestial from emerging, uh, they they do sort of. Cersei uses the Yuna mind and turns him into marble. Uh, and so yeah, so we get this cool like half emerged celestial like in the middle of somewhere, middle of the Indian Ocean. Yeah, they there say. we go. Yep. Uh, and so yeah, some some of the uh, Eternals decide that they're going to go on a mission and find. Uh, other Eternals out in the universe uh, and warn them about what uh, their true mission is. And uh, some of them decide to just uh, hang out on Earth and, and, yeah. and chill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, King Kingu's got a thriving movie career. Well, sure, yeah. I mean, obviously. Cersei's uh, got her, her hot boyfriend. Well, yeah, except it, it seemed like they were going to break up there a second. It, it kind of did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I, I feel like they were on, on firm ground at the end. Yeah, I mean, they probably could have worked it out, I'm sure. I mean, he was going to tell her his secret identity. That's right. And then he didn't get to. So, I mean, you don't go around telling a person you're going to break up with your your secret identity. <laughs> that That is true. 
<laughs> what is this, Batman Forever? <laughs> Can we talk about the name Dane Whitman? Sure. His name is British White Man. <laughs> like, it's so generic. <laughs> It's perfect. <laughs> well done, Stan or Jerry Conway or whoever came up with that. <laughs> you really, really hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's true. It is true. <laughs> he is a British white man. Yeah, uh, I can't think of anyone whiter than Kit Harrington. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even his name. It's true, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. See, anyway, that was the extent of my thoughts about Dane Whitman. That's fine. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so, so you know, ends on a cliffhanger. We get our, our mid credit scene with uh, some guy named Harry Styles, I guess. Uh, and then the post credit scene, uh, we get uh, Dane Whitman uh, staring at a box. Right. Uh, so again, this is going into this movie. The pretty much the only thing I give a shit about because <laughs> the Black Knight. For whatever reason, I like the Black Knight. I can't explain okay. it. I don't think I own really any comics with him in it. Uh, no, uh, he was a character in the Captain Britain and the MI-13 series. Okay. Uh, so, so, you know, I, I have those, but, but just visually and, and conceptually, I like Black Knight. Was he, was he an Avenger at a formative time in your life? Uh, you know, when I first started reading comics, like, like hardcore, he was, uh, but like, I didn't like those comics. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, interesting yeah and so uh my friend bruce uh who who does not give a fuck about spoilers you know he just wants to know everything that happens in the movie before he sees it anyway okay uh, he is also a huge fan of black knight uh so he just kept asking me about black knight throughout this movie and i was like he is literally in five minutes of this movie and he is <laughs> never the black knight <laughs> <laughs> he's like but he wears that like cool leather jacket right because bruce fell in love with black knight uh during his formative years when black knight was one running around when all the avengers were running around wearing leather jackets and that's stubble classic the pre-onslaught avengers yes yep awesome <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, he does wear a jacket at one point. I, I couldn't tell if it was leather or not. <laughs> it did not have an Avengers patch on it, it unfortunately. It did not, no. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so then uh, uh, he opens it up. Uh, they, they do mention the Ebony Blade earlier in the movie, too. Right. Uh, but yeah, he has the, the Ebony Blade, the famed uh, sword that Black Knight uses, which uh, I believe when he strikes somebody down with it, it steals their soul. Okay. Or takes a piece of his soul? I, I'm not sure. It's one of the two. It seemed like maybe it was haunted? It, it's it's definitely a cursed blade, for sure. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, and then, uh, yeah, he touches it and it kind of like shimmers and moves and, and, uh, you know, it, uh, has like an ominous, uh, etching on the box that holds it, uh, which I can't remember what the hell it says. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what it says either. Yeah, then there is a voice that comes off a screen and says, are you ready for this, Mr. Whitman? Right. Do you know who that voice is? Was that, uh, Mahershala Ali? It was why blade i know he's i i know he's blades (laughs) and another word for sword is blades but why (laughs) what is the is there a connection between blade and the black knight well they both were on captain burton and the mi-13 oh okay all right (laughs) the you got me (laughs) I, i had no idea and they also both use swords Okay. <laughs> yes, Blade famously forgot his in uh, in one of those movies, if I remember right. <laughs> the only reason I know he uses a sword. I, I think you are correct, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he has to go back for it. Yeah, well, he has to skate up, uh, up skate uphill. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, it's it's been a... This is a long episode. Yes, it is. We're still talking about the movie. I mean, there's a lot to talk about. It's a long movie. It is, it is a long movie, and it is uh, just... Uh, I mean, as far as Marvel movies go, this is just an oddity. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah, I, I just... I so, so, like I said, there, there were just large chunks of it that I did not remember. And I must have slept through it at the first viewing. And you were joking about like all the flashbacks, but you were absolutely right about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and like, we haven't even talked about like the mad weary. <laughs> oh, fuck the mad weary. <laughs> that was going to be, that was going to be my favorite joke to me. <laughs> Is that this movie gave me the mad weary. <laughs> and I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, I I love I love the phrase the mad weary. <laughs> uh so so uh you haven't reached uh, the old age yet where you have to watch subtitles with everything, right? No, not yet. Okay. No. Uh so <laughs> So to make it even better, <laughs> the Mad Weary is spelled M apostrophe D. Okay. W H apostrophe R Y. Okay. All right. Interesting. Yep. Huh. <laughs> I don't know how I would have if I read that. I don't know how I would have thought that was pronounced. <laughs> But I don't know that I would have landed on Mad Weary. So I'm in that respect, I'm glad that I heard it before I read it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So so this is apparently a disease. It's it's essentially Eternals Alzheimer's. Basically. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 Alzheimer's, but in reverse. <laughs> It's because it, you you go insane because you remember everything. Yeah, you have two minute memories. <laughs> yes. 
Oh god. <laughs> so yeah, Fuck so the Mad Wary. Fina, uh, the Angelina Jolie character, has the Mad Wary. So occasionally she just goes insane and tries to kill everybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which fair? Sure. I I get it. Right. <laughs> We've met these jackasses. <laughs> I mean, who among us hasn't done that? <laughs> Oh, <sighs> yeah. It's uh, a long movie. It really is. Uh, so, uh, Marvel rankings go. Oh fuck! Uh, <laughs> uh, Thor: The Dark World, um, Iron Man Two, um, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Uh, actually, no, Eternals. Then Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Um, then I don't know all the rest of them, uh, and then. Um, uh, 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 Daredevil season two. <laughs> so, what was that for best to worst or worst to best? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn. Uh, what you said, but I would, uh, sw- switch out Eternals and, uh, Thor Dark World. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> really glad we got to the bottom of this. <laughs> oh, I need to, I need to move Iron Fist, too. Oh, okay, alright. It, it, it moves from 21st to 22nd. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I'm swapping that with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't know, the holiday special that's not out yet. (laughs) Oh, boy. Holy shit. Have you been watching uh, The Book of Boba Fett at all? I have not. Okay, alright. Well, never mind then. You can talk about it, because I probably won't. (laughs) I was just going to say that I feel like, um, like you, you mentioned that, you know, the the flashbacks were the most forgettable part of this movie. Yeah. And, and I feel like that's sort of the same on the book of Boba Fett. Like it's, it's structured with him, you know, post the events of his Mandalorian appearances. Um, and then we also get all these flashbacks to what he did between return of the Jedi and his Mandalorian appearances. Okay. And, and, uh, it's just, it's a slog. (laughs) Like, who cares what right. he did? Yeah. There's interesting stuff with the Tusken Raiders, but otherwise, who cares? I mean, Boba Fett's never been a great character. Like, Boba just, Fett sucks! He sucks so bad. Like, I <laughs> don't get it. I don't understand. Uh, Mandalorian made him almost interesting for a minute. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, But also, as I was thinking about it, I was like, you know, like, the only reason I watch Mandalorian is for little baby Yoda. Uh Uh, Like, I'm not going to watch the book of Boba Fett. (laughs) At least I haven't heard that it does not have little baby Yoda in it, so... Yeah, uh, the the closest it comes is this week's episode, uh, which is the best of the the bunch so far, and also does not have Boba Fett in it at all. (laughs) I, I, Good times. I feel like Boba Fett's entire 
reputation is for being the only salvageable moments of the Star Wars holiday special. Right. And so That's everybody exactly has right. just glommed onto that and like, well, he's a badass. No, he was the only redeemable part of a shit show. Yeah, he has he has neat armor. Yeah. Yeah, he looks that's, cool, that's his sure. personality. But then also, uh, we have other Mandalorians who look pretty much exactly the same now, so yes. who cares? Right. <laughs> uh, oh, so yeah, I, I, I may just in general be going back to my old pre-new uh, trilogy ways of just not giving a shit about Star Wars anymore. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. I would say if you're if you're gonna watch one episode of Boba Fett, uh, watch this week's episode. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it too much for you. That's that's fine. Okay. Uh, so clearly it's not Boba Fett, but uh, is there anything bringing you joy this week? Um, we we signed up for a, a free trial of Showtime. Okay. Uh, and we binged through Yellow Jackets, uh, which was very good. Um, but the thing that surprisingly brought me a lot of joy was the uh, reboot of Dexter. Okay. The Dexter New Blood was yeah. very good. I watched, uh, I've watched a couple episodes of it. I haven't watched it all yet, but I, I have enjoyed what I've seen so far. Yeah, I, I feel like it sort of started kind of slow, at least, or, or maybe I went in skeptical. <laughs> And so was watching the first couple episodes through a seasons five through eight lens. I, you know, I absolutely get that. <laughs> but yeah, once once I got over that and and you know started to get to know the new characters a little more, uh, and Dexter's <clears throat> situation became more complicated, I really got into it and I really enjoyed it. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, there, there's a moment in the first episode, uh, towards the end that made me gasp out loud. Oh, wow. Uh, and, and it's such a stupid thing, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but no, yeah, like, like, it's the, it, that moment was like, okay, I'm, I'm over the, the whole, just like, you know, the last four seasons of the previous Dexter just sucked, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, it is it is neat to see Harrison back uh, as a vigilante themed uh, themed after treadmills. Uh, you know, you know, he, Batman style. He picked the thing that he fears the most, sure, and uh, and formed his persona out of it. So, you know, that's that's interesting. It's an interesting development, <laughs> and to see his you know treadmill themed gadgets are pretty fun. Um, but yeah, it's it was really good. I really liked it. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> what's what's bringing you joy this week? Uh, before I get into that, I have to ask about Yellow Jackets because I have not watched okay. any of that. What the hell is that show about? I've seen like All right. previews, but but I I don't understand it. <laughs> okay, so so Yellow Jackets is about a uh, high school girls soccer team uh, who is in a plane crash. Uh, and they are stranded in the wilderness in Canada, uh, away from all civilization. Um, and so it, it, it cuts back and forth between, you know, them, them trying to figure out how to survive in these woods. Um, and then a few of them as adults, uh, trying to move forward from, uh, all of the events that have happened and getting pulled back into things. 
Um, it's it's really good. Okay, sounds interesting. Yeah, it's uh. it's worth checking out for sure. I, I would at least you know give the first episode a watch and see what you think of it. All right, all right, we'll do. Uh, so yeah, so uh, last weekend, uh, so so uh, I work pretty much six and a half days a week right uh i don't get weekends off and uh uh so i have not had a full weekend off since sometime in 2018 oh geez and i have not taken any kind of trip since new year's 2017 uh, so this past weekend, uh, my lady friend and I, uh, I took a weekend off and we went on a trip. Nice. And, Where'd you guys go? Uh, we went down to Athens, Ohio. Awesome. Uh, home of, uh, oh, the Ohio University. Okay. I, I couldn't remember if that was Ohio University or Miami. No, it's Ohio. Yep. Oxford okay. is Miami. Yes. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> uh, yeah, she went to school there. Uh, she spent seven years there uh and so she just wanted to go and then show me around uh i i had been there once in like 1999 i went with uh, a couple of my friends to see uh his band play okay <laughs> uh and i was miserable and i don't remember anything except for getting a burrito at like midnight <laughs> 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 and just being around a bunch of people I didn't know and getting really drunk. Was the burrito good? Uh, the burrito was all right. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, I mean, it's memorable 20 years later. Yeah, I, I, it's memorable as being okay. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so yeah, so she she just wanted to show me around and like all the different places that she had lived on campus and off campus, and then we. Uh, we did walk around the campus, which uh, was stupid because it was like 10 degrees out. Right. Uh, and also Athens, uh, very hilly. Okay. Uh, lots of hills there. And uh, I am a fat 43-year-old guy. <laughs> uh, took a lot out of me. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe it's good for you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, and also, you know, uh, I realized that I'm building this all up to, to sound really shitty, but, uh, uh, you know, there, there was a promise of, of going to a comic book store next to her favorite coffee shop, Ooh. uh, but, uh, they closed. No. So, so there is no comic store in, in Athens. That sucks, <clears throat> but also, uh, a business opportunity, it sounds like. There you go. Uh, she, we thought we found one. She, she drove out there, but it was just a gaming store. And so, you know, it was, uh, just a fucking waste of time. That's the worst. <laughs> yep. Uh, but no, you know, it was just, it was nice to get away and it was nice to spend, you know, a weekend with her and, you know, just, just had a really nice time and ate some really good food and, uh, I got stupidly drunk, uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, it was just nice. And so, so that is what my joy is for the week. That sounds great. I'm glad you were able to do that. Me too. And, uh, it's probably the last one for another five years. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, at least it was a good one to go out on Me, for now. Exactly. Yep. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, do you want to pick a movie for next time? I would like to pick a movie for next time, if that's all right. 
I think that's fine. That's typically how we do things here. Okay, excellent. Uh, so, Joe, uh, a couple months ago, uh, we, we established that uh, I am a huge fan of Dracula. Mm-hmm, right. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> been obsessed with Dracula since, since I was a kid. I've seen a ton of Dracula movies, and you've seen, like, two. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we, we have also established uh, earlier, I think, but but not as well, that uh, I also really like kung fu movies. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I feel like that's come up before. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and, and, you know, sometimes uh, I don't watch as many because I, I, I'm kind of a snob. I like to watch them in their original language if I can. Sure. Uh, but also, you know, sometimes I just don't have uh, the time to, you know, read subtitles on a movie. <laughs> Uh, in a foreign language, anyway. Sure. Uh, but uh, so so the movie I would like to pick is actually a kung fu movie about Dracula. What? <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> so in the mid to late seventies, uh, Hammer Horror Studios uh, teamed up with. Uh, say Shaw Brothers Studios in China. Okay. Uh, I don't don't take my word on this. I could get this completely wrong and they co-produced a movie together <laughs> called The Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. Okay. And it is about Dracula taking over the body of a kung fu master and uh, Peter Cushing as Van Helsing has to fight them. <laughs> what? Holy shit! I need I need a longer piece of paper to write down the name of this movie. <laughs> All right, Dracula. <laughs> so it is called the Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. Okay. Uh, sadly for the listener. It is not available streaming anywhere. <laughs> but if you're resourceful, you can find a way. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to go to the library and see if they have it. There you and, go. Uh, Just... and, and, and get it out and, and then uh, move out of state so they can never steal it back from me. <laughs> I mean, you know, so so you are uh, just about to move. If uh, you time it right, you can probably just borrow it from Matt Brassfield. <laughs> I'll have him overnight it to me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I would say that for all of our listeners. Just have Matt Brassfield overnight it to you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we'll post his his uh, email address and 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 probably phone number on on our social media channels. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's that? What's that uh, Twitter handle again, Eric? <laughs> Ours? Yeah, is it Viewmasters Pod? Uh, yeah, I believe so. <laughs> okay, so yeah, yeah, we'll keep an eye out there, and and if you're not already, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we don't post very often. Nope. Uh, but, but when we do, uh, uh there are sure posts. There are indeed. Uh, <laughs> same with our Instagram, which, uh, is, I think, Viewmasters Podcast. 
I believe you're right. Uh, everything's taken. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I am avoiding social media, so so it is uh, terrible. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, good luck, listener. And uh, good luck to you, Joe, finding it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I, I have turned the podcast into a scavenger hunt now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it, honestly. Uh, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Dracula and the Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. No. No? No, it is just called The Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. Oh, I thought it was called Dracula and. No, no, no Dracula and. Fuck. Sorry, buddy. Dracula is in it. Okay. But but it's not in the title. Well, I'm glad I said it out loud again cuz I would have I would have gone searching for it and I never would have found it. <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. We'll see how this goes. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, we will talk about that vampire kung fu movie next time. Excellent. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The View Masters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The View Masters. Yeah.